Locked On Blues, your daily podcast on the St. Louis Blues. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Lockdown Blues Podcast, part of the Lockdown Live Network and your number one source for daily blues content. I am Josh Hyman, and I am here today on a solo episode for the uh, the last Lockdown Blues episode of the year 2020. Unbelievable. Hard to believe that uh, 2021 is already right around the corner. It feels like we just uh, started, we started up this podcast in December of 2019, so we're at about uh, one full year of of the Lockdown Blues podcast. So just just to just to preface, I want to say thank you all so much for listening. Uh, the numbers have been going up a lot. There's been we've gotten a lot more listeners over the past few weeks, and we're really excited about that. Um, can't wait to see what the what the new year uh, holds for us over here at the podcast. Can't wait to cover uh, this upcoming Blues season and more. Uh, but today I'm going to be talking about the big news. Uh, Vince Dunn finally inks that contract he will be back next year one year i believe 1.875 if i'm not mistaken so i'm gonna be going over that what it means for the team and then i also want to kind of look at um what i think the lines might look like next year because uh this team's looking really really good at least on paper so far so i'm really excited about that um so we'll be talking about that uh, as well as some other news, uh, Zdeno Shara signed with Washington, so if I have time, I'm going to get into that. I uh, still haven't talked about Kucherov's injury, so I want to get into that as well. Um, but yeah, without further ado, let's just jump into it. So news broke earlier today that Vince Dunn re-signed a one-year, $1.875 million deal. Um, I feel like it was only a matter of time, especially Tommy and I talked about on the last podcast. Um that he was expected to be on the ice for training camp, which is starting up very, very soon. And in order to be on the ice, um, he needs to have a contract signed. So we kind of knew it was inevitable at this point. Um, had been waiting for it the entire offseason. Uh, finally happened. And uh, I love it. It's a really good deal, of course. Um, it's a short-term deal for sure, but he does have arbitration rights next year. So that's, I guess, a problem for the future uh, St. Louis Blues. But yeah, as of right now, Vince Dunn is back and this team's looking really, really good. Um, first of all, just to talk about uh, Dunn as well. I think he's uh, obviously a really, really good player. And I think this year he's going to have an opportunity to have an increased role with the departure of Petrangelo. I think pretty much all defensemen are going to have an increased role, um, all the way from the top being you know, Colton Pareko and Tory Krug, potentially, if there are first-line guys. But also just going down the list, you look at Scandella and Vince Dunn as well. Um, guys are going to need to step up for sure with that departure of Alex Petrangelo. Um, it's going to be a lot more ice time to go around and a lot more opportunities. And I think Vince Dunn uh, is a guy that will definitely take advantage of that. I mean, I don't think he'd been getting... You know, he, he definitely, definitely could have been playing a higher role than he had been playing in years past. And I, I think this year is going to be a really good opportunity for him to kind of step up and prove himself, especially being in another contract year, but especially having arbitration. You know, if he wants to cash in, um, he's going to want to have a really good season. And I think there's no reason to believe he couldn't this year with that increased role, increased ice time, whatever it may be. Uh, if he gets power play time or whatever plays with plays with Falk or Pareko or Kruger or however the, the defensive pairings end up being. Um, I'm excited to see what Vince Dunn can do this upcoming season. Um, in terms of next season, it's a, it's a little a little dicey 
because uh, the Blues are already so close to the cap right now. I mean, actually, the Vince Dunn signing brings them over, assuming um, assuming Mike Hoffman does sign for around $4 million. So they're going to need to make make a few cuts, um, most likely like Della Rose, McEachern, uh, get waived and sent down or claimed. And then as soon as they put Steen on long-term injury reserve, they will be cap compliant. So this, this offseason has worked out fairly nicely for the Blues. I mean, for how poorly it started, well, it's technically it started with them signing crew, but that was, uh, in essence, the them losing Petrangelo kind of happened hand-in-hand. Hand. So with, with how this offseason sort of started out and the uncertainty that we had, you know, getting rid of Allen, getting rid of Petrangelo, um, I'd honestly be be uh, pressed to say that the team actually got better this offseason. Um, I know that might be a hot take. You know, losing Petrangelo is obviously a huge, huge hole, and I don't think that if the defense got better per se, I think the defense might have gotten a little worse. But, um, you know, just focusing on the defense, if guys like Vince Dunn can, can step up and, you know, take that next step, play even better than he had in the past, um, or a guy like Justin Falk, who definitely looked a lot more comfortable um, in the NHL restart than he did before. If he can kind of re- retain that all-star level of play that he had in Carolina, I know he had an extremely disappointing season um, with St. Louis, and that contract looks really, really bad. But there's really no reason to believe why he can't play better than that. Maybe he will never get back up to that, you know, that elite level, and maybe that contract will always be a bit of an overpay. But um, again, he's going to have an increased opportunity this year um, as well. And there's, I, I don't see any reason to believe that he couldn't um, play a lot better as well. It, that confidence was really showing in the restart, um, even though you know the team itself wasn't the best. Justin Falk looked really, really good. He looked a lot more comfortable than he did in the beginning of the season. So I'm excited to see um, what that means. And just looking at like, you know a guy like Colton Pareko um, had kind of been the one B behind Petrangelo, especially you look back at that cup run. Uh, my favorite stat that I keep going back to is that game seven, Alex Petrangelo and uh, Colton Pareko combined for 59 minutes and 52 seconds of ice time. There were only eight seconds when one of Pareko or Petrangelo was not on the ice. So, you know, obviously we don't have Petrangelo anymore, but Colton Pareko might've been the most valuable player for that team throughout a lot of the playoff run. Um, he was a monster defensively, played really, really, really well. Didn't exactly take the biggest step uh, last year, you know, coming off of that cup season, but this year being relied on as probably the true number one defenseman. I'm really looking forward to seeing him cement himself as a legit number one defenseman in this league because I think he has all the potential in the world. Um, not to mention Tory Krug. I think Tory Krug is going to be, uh, I think a lot of uh, fans are really high on him and really excited about him, but I think he's going to be even better than a lot of people expect. Um, I think he fits that the blues hockey absolutely perfectly. Uh, speed and skill like Tommy and I have been talking about you know there's sort of the transition to a more speedy skilled game uh, with the departure of Petrangelo and bringing in guys like Krug and Hoffman it's going to be more offensive based and Tori Krug is a perfect guy for that uh, one of the best offensive defensemen in the leagues in the league um, and as we very much know from experience he can play with an edge too um, like we saw in that cup final he was definitely a nuisance to play against um, so I think that Tori Krug signing is going to be really really good and Obviously, you know, not going to replace Petrangelo entirely, but signing the best defenseman on the market um, besides Alex Petrangelo is always going to be good. And, you know, I don't think that loss is going to hurt too, too much with Krug filling in. Um, And not to mention Scandella, too, who looked spectacular in his short stint with us. Um, Had really good chemistry with Pareko. So if that means they play them together again, awesome. Or they can use Scandella. 
in other places as well. But a lot of a lot of reason for optimism this this upcoming season. And um, I'm going to get into the what I think or what I'm looking at as to be the potential lines for this year. Um, with and without Tarasenko. But first, I do want to tell you about our friends over at Bet Online. Now, we're getting into the season. We're, the season's starting up real soon. Um, I got hot takes over here at Lockdown Blues all the time. Tommy's got his hot takes. But if you have a hot take that not a lot of people think is going to happen and you want to you wanna back it up, put your money where your mouth is, there's only one place that has you covered and one place we trust, and that is betonline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use that promo code Locked On, and you'll get a 50% welcome bonus. So if you have anything any predictions, Stanley Cup winner, Hart winner, uh, Richard winner, Rookie of the Year, winner, who's going to win the Blues division, who's going to win a different division, any sort of prediction that you want to make, any sort of bet that you want to place, betonline.ag has you covered. So don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action and do not forget to use that promo code locked on to receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. That's betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. And we'll be right back with the second half of today's episode. All right. So moving on, um, I've been praising the defense as well, but I really think the area where this team is looking really, really scary is that forward core. Um, without a guy like Tarasenko, even, it's still looking really, really good. Um, potential first line of Schwartz and Shen, and then in Tarasenko's spot on that line could be anyone. Uh, but I know that I think the important thing is that uh, Craig Ruby t- today talked about Robert Thomas securing himself a top six uh, center role. So I wouldn't be surprised to see something like maybe like Schwartz, O'Reilly, Perron on the first line. Um, and then a second line of Hoffman, Thomas, Shen, or I, I mean, it depends on what they want to do with it, but uh, a top six of Schwartz, Shen, Hoffman, O'Reilly, Perron, and Thomas is just deadly. Uh, any way you want to cut it. Um, you got two, two first, first lines there essentially. Um, as your top six. So definitely a really, really good forward core. And then even moving down below that, you still got Cairo, you got Bozak, you got Sanford, you got Sunkvist, you got Barbashev, you got Sammy Blay, Clem Costin could take that next step. Kyle Clifford was a good signing offseason. Mackenzie McEachern uh, showed flashes in his few games. So a ton of forward depth for the Blues and a lot of room to sort of play around um, depending on who's playing well, who's playing poorly. Uh, as we know, Baruby isn't afraid to sort of demote and promote guys um, based off of recent performance. So I wouldn't be surprised to see a lot of different line combinations and, and not really a, a one, first line, second line, third line, and fourth line, but rather just four solid lines that this team can roll um, and be successful because their, their forward depth is looking really, really good. Um, that Mike Hoffman signing is spectacular for the Blues uh, former 30 goal scorer would have scored 30 last year if the season was full length um, and really has been on some poor teams in the past few years from Ottawa to Florida. Um, so not only has he been playing really well, but maybe the areas of his game that are, are a bit lackluster being, you know, his defense or his plus minus or whatever it may be are definitely going to be weighed down by the fact that he played on again, Florida last year, which was maybe the worst offensive team in the league. Um, and then Ottawa years before, we don't even need to go into that. Uh, they they haven't been the best team uh, when he was there. So not only has he been a really damn good player in years past, he's been a really damn good player on some really, really bad teams that aren't necessarily favoring his play style very much. So I think he is a perfect fit for this team. I know guys like Joey have been um, fans of him for a while. I've been trying to get him to St. Louis for a while. Um, shout out Joey. We miss you, buddy. 
Um, but yeah, definitely a really big signing there. Uh, Hoffman could play. I could see him on the first line, honestly, to start the season in Tarasenko's ac- absence, um, even or on the second line, third line, wherever it may be, depending on you know guys like Thomas and Cairo, Sanford, even um, who can take that next step. I think that's really what it's going to come down to because the door is open right now. Uh, there's definitely kind of one one top six spot, I guess, open. I guess right now Thomas is penciled in right there, uh, according to Ruby this morning, which I would love to see. I think you know he has all the potential in the world. And we talked to him the other day. He's he's really fired up for this next season, um, and he's still you know still super young, obviously. Um, so I think this can be kind of the big breakout year for him. Um, Tommy and I talk about him all the time and praise him all the time, and we basically say the only thing missing from his game is, is sort of the finishing, you know, it's, it's everything but the stats, everything but the goals and assists. He, he makes the right plays. He he's good in his own end, good in the offensive end. Tommy, I was talking about that button hook that he pulls. He, he, he looks so comfortable with the puck always when he's out there. Um, it's just a matter of sort of fit, getting that, getting that last piece of the puzzle together and turning those opportunities into goals, assists and points and not to take away from his teammates, but playing down the third line with um, where he might've, been at times you know the most skilled player on his line playing with guys like Bozak and Steen they're more of like a two-way forward if he's playing with some skilled guys like Mike Hoffman David Perron Jaden Schwartz Braden Shen whoever he ends up with in that top six um it's going to open up the game for him even more you know the they're going to have to opposing teams are going to have to not just look at Robert Thomas but also the other guys on his line as well which is going to open up the ice for him a lot allow him to make a lot of nice passes and a lot of moves to get into open space so I'm really really looking forward to see what Robert Thomas can do this year I think my prediction uh, my hot take you know getting back to that whole bet online thing if I had to make if I had to make a prediction it would be that Robert Thomas takes a big big step this year um and really solidifies himself as that elite player that we all we all kind of promote him to be, but hasn't really broken out in terms of the the uh, the scope of the entire league just yet. But um, no reason to believe why he can't do that this year with his increased role. Um, you know, the exact quote from Craig Ruby: "There's a good opportunity he's going to open camp at center in a top six role. It's his to take. If he shows he can do it, then it's his. He's a great player, and this is his third year in the NHL, so I think he's ready for it." Um, and, Love to hear that from Barubi, uh, trusting um, in in his guy Robert Thomas. You know he's only his third year in the league. It's hard to believe at this point. You know, winning a Stanley Cup in his rookie year kind of kind of made us all forget that he was a rookie at that time. But still, third year in the league. Um, last year was kind of funky too. So um, definitely an opportunity to get his sea legs under him. And he's been you know playing on the wing, playing center. Hasn't really found himself a solid role, and he's still played every role that he's been given tremendously so like ruby said it's his to take that top six role is his to take and i i I really am looking forward to seeing how he embraces that role and whoever he plays with um you know he has the ability to make everyone around him a whole lot better so i'm looking forward to, to seeing him do that and i have really really high hopes for him this season um but before we get into the third segment of today's episode and wrap this one up wrap up the locks on blues podcast in 2020 I want to give you uh, a give a shout out to our good friends over at Built Bar. You know them, you love them, I love them. 
They're so tasty. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever, and the new and improved Built Bar is even delicious. Er, you got the 12 original flavors, you know, peanut butter, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, the classics, but then there are six brand new ones, including caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry barcia, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, and apple almond crisp. All bars are covered in 100% chocolate. They're soft, they're easy to chew, and the best part is Built Bars are healthy. Built Bar is great for the health-conscious person. You can lose or maintain weight while still indulging in a delicious treat, and Built Bar is low-calorie low sugar high protein high fiber great for someone on a diet and if i'm looking at my favorite flavor i gotta stick with that classic peanut butter i, I love peanut butter and the peanut butter built bar tastes so so good um if you're ha- if you're picking up a peanut butter built bar you're getting 19 grams of protein only 180 calories five grams of sugar five grams of net carbs so it is really good for you but it tastes just like a candy bar and it makes and you feel good after you eat it so go to builtbar.com and use promo code locked on right now and you'll get 20 percent off your next order that's promo code locked on for 20 percent off at builtbar.com and we'll be right back with the end of today's episode. All right, here we are with the final segment of 2020. Just a bit of housekeeping. Uh, Blues news is pretty much wrapped up for today. Just a few little tidbits from around the league that I want to get into, um, including maybe one of my favorite fun facts uh, in, in, in recent hockey memory. Um, but we'll get into that afterwards. So, Zdeno Chara, news broke yesterday. Zdeno Chara, longtime captain of the Boston Bruins, you know, tallest player in the NHL, absolute legend, uh, played with a broken jaw in the cup final. Growing up in Boston, I have no choice but to have the utmost respect for Big Z. Um, and he he is moving on. He is signing with the Washington Capitals. So he's no longer a Boston Bruin. Um, big, big news there. Sort of came out of nowhere. Um for Bruins fans and for all hockey fans. Um, but that sort of leads me into the, that fun fact, which, which I love. Um, so the two previous captains of the 2019 Stanley Cup final teams, a.k.a. Alex Petrangelo and Tadino Chara, not only did they both leave their teams this year, but they both left their teams and joined the both teams of the 2018 Stanley Cup final. So Chara going to Washington, who was in the cup final against Vegas, which is where Petrangelo ended up. Um, I just think that's kind of funny and a little, a little, a little spooky um, that uh, both former Santa Cup teams now picked up the the captains of the of the Santa Cup teams of the following year. But uh, definitely a really good pickup for Washington. It's going to be tough for for Bruins uh, fans to watch watch him play against them eight times this year. But I mean, that's kind of what the Blues Blues fans are going through with Petrangelo, so uh, can relate to that definitely. Um, but yeah, uh, big changing of the guard over in Boston. You got to assume that Patrice Bergeron will get the C, um, which is funny. Again, similar to the Blues. You know, Ryan O'Reilly, a very similar player to Bergeron. Obviously, hasn't been with the Blues as long as Bergeron's been with the Bruins. But you know, similar style, similar role with the team. Kind of a do-it-all, two-way center. Um, won the Stanley Cup with them, just like Ryan O'Reilly. And I mean, you know, it hasn't been named official yet, but uh, I would be very, very, very surprised if um, Patrice Bergeron wasn't the next captain for the uh, for the Boston Bruins there. But uh, I think that's I think that's all I got in terms of NHL news. Um, for those of you listening to this on New Year's Eve, I hope you guys have a wonderful New Year's Eve and a happy New Year. Stay safe tonight. Don't go too crazy. You know, 2020 is almost over. We just got to make it through the last last few hours, um, and then we'll be into a new 2021, which hopefully <laughs> will go a little bit better than uh, 2020. But yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, don't don't forget to hit that subscribe or follow button wherever you listen to us, so you don't miss uh, and 
upload from us. We are going to be uploading five days a week starting in January, so starting tomorrow. Um, back to that five days a week upload schedule with the hockey season starting. So we're we're, we're back. It's 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 no longer the off season for us. We're going to get so much content out to you. Um, episodes we've had in the past few weeks, Scott Perunovich, Robert Thomas. That's only the beginning. We have so much stuff planned. We're really really excited for that. So like I said, hit that follow or subscribe button wherever you get your podcast, so you don't miss an upload from us. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter and TikTok now at Locked On Blues. Yes, I cannot believe it, but we are on TikTok. I posted a couple of TikToks of the of the Robert Thomas interview on there. Um, so that's good stuff. Definitely check us out on all of those platforms. Uh, hope you guys have a great New Year's. Um, and yeah, thanks so much for listening.